I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And welcome into hour number two. It's election day. Don't forget, coming up at 7 and between 7 and 9, we're going to be asking you to send a message to the next governor of Louisiana as far as what direction he should take uh, with our Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries, what changes they might make, where you might see some conflicts or shortfalls, and what do you think uh, the governor can do to help it. Governor's a very important position, appoints the commissioners, and uh, can certainly send directives out to the legislature, and uh, he's in a very high-profile position to help the sportsmen and women of the state of Louisiana. And don't forget, get out and vote today. Polls open at 7 a.m., close till 8 o'clock. you got plenty of time to do it, whether you're going fishing, bow hunting, footballing, or whatever. All right, we've got some other things going on today besides election. We've got the Grand Isle Ladies Fishing Rodeo going on down at Bridgeside Marina. Going to be some tough conditions if you just heard Darrell Carpenter's weather report. But uh, there's some tough ladies fishing down there. I'm sure there will be some fish brought in. We also have the Go Fish Catfish Rodeo going on at the Burbank Soccer Complex Pond. That's on Burbank Drive in Baton Rouge with stock catfish. Now, you needed to pre-register for that, but it wouldn't hurt to stop by and check it out in case you want to get involved in the next one. And uh, we also have the Cajun Castaway Kayak Fishing Tournament going on at Lake Preen Park in Lake Charles. That's sponsored by the Lafayette Kayak Fishing Club. Good luck to the folks fishing in that. All right, we get text messages in during the show. Let's see, we've got someone wanting to wish Dwayne a happy birthday. They headed out to fish in Lake Catherine. Happy birthday to you, Dwayne. Uh, here's a question. Is there a limit on hybrid striped bass? I've been fishing under the Seabrook, that's in New Orleans, against the rock jetties for about the past month and a half and been catching a lot of them on small crappie-style beetles. Just wondering if there's a limit. Yeah, you really need to know before you go. Uh, the limit on hybrid and striped bass together is five per person. Uh, so you can catch three hybrids, two stripers, five hybrids, five stripers. Total limit is five per person per day. And we have another question. Would you recommend still hunting or stalking for someone utilizing Honey Island WMA for deer as well as hog? Thanks. Love the show. Um, well, now, first of all, it's Pearl River Wildlife Management. It goes by the old name of Honey Island Swamp, but the actual official name is the Pearl River WMA. Uh, it does have a good, healthy population of deer and a lot of hogs in there. Uh, you can do that, but be aware that make sure you get the regulations pamphlet and you do your check-in and check-out, sign-in, sign-out on that management area. There are different rules that apply to WMAs than hunting on private property. As far as season dates and bag limits and what you can use as far as equipment and, and weapons. Uh, still hunting and stalking, you, you can very well walk up on some hogs. Deer, not so much. But remember, this is a public area. You don't know who else is in there. You don't know where they are in stands. Make sure you've got plenty of hunter orange on if you're going to be doing that type of hunting. And do it very, very slowly. Uh, don't go running through the woods. And if you do encounter someone else, just kind of... You know, maybe wave off or whatever, whistle, let them know you're there, and then move on. But, yeah, it, it can be successful doing that. Better to do is to go in there if you got time, do some scouting, find some of the trails, look for the bedding areas, 
and then set up on those deer in, in the Pearl River management area. All right, here's a good morning, Don. Thanks again for doing the wild game cook-off. That's Louisiana Outlaw team member John. He's going to the stand, says he's got to get next year's supply. He's talking about the wild game and seafood and barbecue cook-off in Slidell. I've been emceeing that event for 16 years. It's a wonderful event, great beneficiary cause for concern, Christian concern uh, of Slidell. And that team outlaw, I voted them as having the most fun. Now, they win categories. They're good cooks, too. But as far as a team that has the most fun doing it, i got to give it to the outlaws. And speaking of another event, by the way, uh, John, you you guys good at cooking yard bird? There's going to be a big block party in your neck of the woods over at Old Town Slidell on Sunday, November 3rd, 11 to 3. And I'm one of the judges for this. And it's chicken wings that you cook. And you only cost you $150 for your whole team. The way you guys act, I know you'll have fun doing it. And they have some trophies for first, second place, $150 and $75, plus a trophy. People's Choice has an award. And you can get into this, Best Decorated Booth. This is all to benefit another great organization, uh, Bring It Home. And it's a bringithomemens.org. It's a, an organization that helps deployed servicemen and their families. I know of some cases they've done some real great work. And if you want to get your team in there, go to B-I-H-N-S. That's That stands for Bring It Home North Shore, I guess. B-I-H-N-S dot org. B-I-H-N-S dot org. And hope to see you out there on November 3rd. That's going to be at the... Uh, on November 3rd, it's in Old Town Slidell. Go on their website, Bring It Home NS. That's Bring It Home North Shore. Bring It Home NorthShore.org, and you'll find the location. All right, we come back after this. Got more text messages, more fishing reports. Mike Gallo joins us. Find out what he's doing on this windy election day. Saturday morning, front just passed through. Ooh, it's in the high 50s some places. That's, that's frigid, according to what we've had. Back with Mike's report after this pause on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And it's time for our Mike Gallo Fishing Report. It is a presentation of CETO. You know them. That's the rescue guys. They offer you fuel wherever you need it. Bring you out and jumpstart you if you've got an electrical problem. Tow you in if necessary, and that's 24-7 service. And you get peace of mind knowing that that rescue is just one call away. Hopefully, you'll never need to use it, but it's there if you do. All that for 179 bucks for a whole year. You can join become a member. Call Captain Chris, 504-301-4545, or they'll sign you up if you do it online, CTO.com. Mike Gallo joins us now, and Captain Mike, we're looking at a windy Saturday morning with a front passing through. What is on your mind for fishing today? Well, I have canceled my trips today. I had a bachelor party coming in from Texas, so we pulled the plug on that uh, Thursday evening. Uh, if I were to go fishing, I would certainly put some live shrimp in my live well and stay along the north shore of Wrigley's Pass. There'll be some water confined in there and moving. And uh, kind of like Jeff Brule said, you fish 15 minutes or so, and if you don't catch something, move. You don't have to move very far, but basically you're eliminating dead water. And when you find a scenario, whatever that scenario happens to be, a drop-off or a hole where two bayous intersect and you find some fish, then you simply duplicate it in other areas, and you'll pick up a nice mess of fish. The trout fishing's really starting to pick up in the local area. What have they like today with the loud loud noise the wind's going to make 
one of those four horsemen type corks that make a loud noise will really help pull fish to where you're fishing if you're fishing you know on the surface in some of the shallower bodies of water other than that i'd be on the bottom with a drop shot or a carolina rig and live shrimp mike uh this little front is this going to drastically change fish patterns or just slightly or not at all do we feel it more than the fish do well, it's more of a nuisance with the wind and the change in direction, and it'll dirty the water up some. More of a nuisance for us, like you said, than the fish. Um, it seems that as long as the barometer's moving, whether it be falling or rising, that seems to be okay for fish. It's when it sits still and then changes. So in other words, if if right now our barometer is falling and it falls all day, I feel like those fish will bite. If it were rising all day, I don't see it as a problem. But if it fell until 10 o'clock in the morning and then started rising, that seems to kind of make the fish shut down. I had that scenario day before yesterday. And remember, I fished with the same guys since last Saturday. So... We had our patterns pretty figured out. We were red fishing in the marsh every day. And day before yesterday, Thursday, caught them good up until 1130, and then not another fish until 1 o'clock. And these are good fishermen. They've been with me since Saturday. They know what they're doing. Caught a lot of fish. They caught over 140 redfish. But it just shut down, and it made me go back and look at the buoy and that's exactly what happened. We started out with a slowly rising barometer. It started out around 29.99 and moved up to 30.02. Then it stopped for maybe a half an hour, and it started going down again. And that stopped and decreased, started right around 11.30. And that just shut those fish down. Yep. Mike, if you, uh, knowing what you see today, we've got a, a northeast wind, pretty brisk, going to be tailing off and becoming more easterly, a very, very small tide range, which means you're going to be looking for a choke point. What would be your first go-to spot if you were considering fishing around Lake Catherine, Wrigley, Chef area? Well, you'd be on the north shore somewhere. I might fish Bayjune Point or even Sawmill Pass. I may be in the confined water of Unknown Pass, a lot of shells in there, a lot of deep spots where you'll have some current. There's a huge hole where Unknown Pass intersects with the intercoastal waterway. There's 30 feet of water there. I rarely see people fish there. And I've caught all kind of black drum in there, sheephead, occasionally redfish and trout get in there. Good area to get to uh, in protected water. All of those choke points. You can fish Little Lake. The Pearl River system is going to have some fish in it. Uh, Little Lake, like I said, up by what is, what is known as the Jug, where the West Middle intersects into the northern part of Little Lake itself. There's a deep hole there. And all along Wrigley's Pass itself. So there'll be plenty of opportunities. Just get on that lease side. Got it, Mike. Thanks so much, my friend. Now, you're at aaofla.com. If they directly want to go to your website and see pictures of the spots and dots, Lake House Lodge, or they can find you on my website. Uh, being that you're in today, can you take phone calls? Where can they call you? Oh, certainly. You can reach me at 
That's 985. Got it, Mike. Thank you for the report, as always. We appreciate it. Are you fishing tomorrow? I will be fishing tomorrow, and I'll be doing exactly what I said, some live bait on the bottom. If I got good weather, I may run to the Biloxi Marsh. That's the last place I caught a good number of trout, as in over 100. Um, But if I do have some breeze, I'll be in the local area and in the spots we just talked about. Sounds like a good plan. Good luck to you, Mike, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Don. Talk to you then. All right, Captain Mike Gallo, Angling Adventures of Louisiana. Always got good info for you. All right, coming back after this, some more good info. We're joined by Captain Eric Mohabarak. It's our Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club report coming at you next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And I have a text message in from Texter2628. Want to know where's a good place to go kayak fishing for specks in the New Orleans area? You have come to the right place. Eric Mohabarak's going to share that with you in just a moment. Uh, this report each week is brought to you in conjunction with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club and a presentation of Massey's Outfitters. And, Eric, since you are Hobie Pro Staff and also Massey's Pro Staff, I'm going to let you tell them all that stuff going on at Massey's. Oh, man, they got, uh, they got a whole new load of clothing in for the winter stock, you know, the Patagonia, the Sims, the Eddie Wedge, just to name a few. Um, and uh, they got some pretty good deals going on over there. Uh, they also just got a big uh, shipment of uh, the Yak Attack gear, and that's uh, accessories for your kayak. So, you know, let's say you got a kayak and you want something to hold your phone while you, so you can take a picture with it. Uh, they, got, they got those things. They got the lights. They, they sell all kinds of knobs and bolts and and all kinds of things you can imagine for a kayak, more stuff than you can imagine for a kayak, you know, whole speakers or anything like that. It's a pretty good company. Um, they also got their uh, shipments of 2020 Hobies, of course. Um, they came, the Blue Skies are in, the Bonafide. Those are the fishing kayaks they're going to be carrying. And then they got some touring kayaks in, and those are all made by Jackson. So they're pretty well loaded up and stocked up on equipment and things like that. Stop by and uh, check them out, you know. That's right, well, let me ask you this: Do they have do they have any kayak boots for people with raccoon feet? Do they have a special on those? Well, that's what the Hobies come for with them straps across <laughs> it, so it can hold them raccoon feet. They crawl kind of over it, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I, I know exactly right what over. you mean. Stop yeah. at Massey's and check them out. They got locations in Mid City, New Orleans, Covington, and Baton Rouge. Well, let's talk about some yeah. fishing. Um, usually, in the star off where yeah. you'd like first. So I got a text looking for some speckled trout kayak fishing in the new orleans area now in immediate new orleans not so much but not far away from there there's some good spots yeah you know he can uh you can go check out uh, uh delacro you know that, that's a good spot well in the lake i mean the lake's going to start clearing up they're, they're nick picking a few here and there around the grass beds and stuff around the wrigley's and and, uh, and lake catherine and stuff like that i'm saying nick picking they've been catching some decent fish you know you've seen the pictures i'm sure uh out there, um, but the bridges, they, they, you know, with the you got to wait till the wind calms down, of course, and pick your days and be very careful. But they should be picking up a few specks, I would say, you know, pretty soon here on the bridges. I don't, I don't see why they wouldn't, you know, depending on water clarity and stuff like that. As far as the New Orleans area goes, but you know, you got to get out there and if you're going to fish like Lake Pontchartrain, I'm a firm believer you got to get out there and you got to fish. And, and sometimes, 
uh, you know, it's not just going to be specs. You know, you might have to catch redfish, you might have to catch sheephead, you might have to catch drum. Something pulling on the inning line. But as far as the close trip, close to the, the New Orleans area, Slidell, that's most probably your best bet is what I would say. And the chef. Like you know, the chef, especially, the chef, especially yeah, around yeah. wintertime. Yeah. There's some easy paddles yeah. there. Well, let's talk a little bit about Bonnie right. Carey Spillway. you got a good report, I understand, from there. Yeah, yeah actually, you know, it's, it's not killing the fish, but he's catching, they're catching a few fish out there. Some nice, decent bass, you know, the normal spillway bass, pound, maybe a pound and a half. Uh, they're also picking up on a few sockele, uh, which is kind of good. Not, not killing it, you know, just a handful here, there. Just easy trips, you know. Uh, you put right there in the launch and start working the canal down, fishing the stumps and the trees that are laid over. Uh, they're using those little small jigs, you know. There's a number of them, crappie psychic, uh, 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 what's the other one, um, matrix, uh, you know, the little tube jigs. Uh, just kind of working it and popping it. Uh, from my understanding, it's about two to three feet under a cork. Uh, you know, nothing giant, just good fish, you know, enough to get, go home at least, you know, get you a little fish fry or some fish on toast, you know. But that's an easy little trip, too, for somebody. You know, what, what is the spillway, 22 minutes from uh, from, from Metairie right there in, in New Orleans? Uh, and, you know, and if you live in Laplace, it's right there also. It's not that full. You know, so that's a pretty good report for for somebody who lives in the area to go go catch something and just spend a little time. It's kind of pretty out there too, also. You know, you never know what you'll see. You get all kinds of animals in that spillway. You know, the other thing I, I heard too is that they're doing a pretty decent off of Highway One. Just simple fishing there, just using the corks with the with the live bait or uh, or, or, or you know dead bait, and they're getting a mixed box off the roadside right there in Highway One on the way to Grand Isle. You know, fly, flounder trout. Reds, white trout. They catch some decent white trout. When I say decent, I'm talking, you know, 14 inches, you know, 15 inches, enough to make a fillet out of, you know. So that, that's a pretty good trip going on. Now next week, Fallen Tide, big tournament for the club, uh, going to be held out of Cypress Cove Marina. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, that's the that's most probably. I'd say it's the best tournament of the year because one, usually it's not so hot. You know, it's a good group down there, and you, you do facility, the facilities are outstanding. You know, because you can stay right there in the hotel, and and on Friday they cook, and Saturday, you know, the weigh-in they they cook, they fry all the fish up and everything. They got some incredible prizes. Uh, you know, of course the Hobie Pro Angler, which I believe is a $3,900 kayak now. Don't quote me on maybe it's 3800 you know, for, for a pro angler. That is not the 360 now. The, the reverse, those are a little bit more pricey. They're not giving that one away. <laughs> and then uh, second place is an outback. And uh, plus they got many other, you know, prizes. You know, they, they have individual classes of redfish, speckled trout, and flounder. Um, depending on the number of people, they usually give away uh, 10 prizes for the slam, which is a speckled trout, redfish, and a flounder all together. Um, and then they have outdoor prizes, and they also hold a big raffle. So everybody's got a little chance to win something, you know. Uh, and if you signed up, you get a ditty bag, and that's usually got some good Berkeley baits in it and stuff like that. Hopefully we'll get some of them rattling shrimp in them in them bags, you know. Uh, and you get a right. t-shirt as well as shirt, you know. Uh, Eric, uh, you're anyway, doing something like a like a little membership push for the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. Tell us how that works. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been doing this for a while now. Uh, you know, if if you sign up with the Bayou Coast Kayak Club, you get a a, a twenty five dollar discount on any trip with me. You know, either if you use your equipment or my equipment. 
And, uh, you know, it's kind of like you get a little something for signing up with the club, plus all the information you can get from them. And that kind of gives, you know, especially with the new folks who are joining joining in, uh, you know, joining in the kayak community or whatever, you know, not just me, there's other guides out there, but it's always good to go out with someone who is highly experienced. And, and you learn a lot of things. And quite a few of my customers come out, you know, with that. And this gives you a chance to, you know, to, you know, to have opportunity to, to, to join in club promotions, such as the, uh, the tournament of the year thing, you know, angler of the year and, and, and stuff like this. But, you know, it knocks $25 off of a trip with me. So it's kind of give and take. It gives a little promotion for the club. It kind of helps me out a little bit with getting some people. It kind of helps people out with learning, learning some stuff like that, you know. And uh, we we take them and we kind of help them out and try and show them how, how, what the right things are to do. You know, sometimes just the littlest thing can help somebody a lot. I find too. No doubt. Well, tell them how to get a hold of you, Eric. Uh, it, it, the easy one of the easiest ways is down to Butte Outdoors. Uh, uh, right there, you can find me on your website, uh, or you can uh, call me. Is the best way five zero four three one three eight two nine two. Um, or Facebook or Instagram, the Louisiana Kayak Company. Louisiana Kayak Company. All righty, sounds good, my friend. We'll catch up with you in a couple of weeks. Thanks for that report. We really appreciate it, and uh, be careful out there. All right, Don, you have a great day. All right, Eric Mohabarak, our field reporter. Next week we'll have Brendan Bayard and Eric. They kind of flip-flop back and forth, both members of that really good organization. I strongly suggest you join them, Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. And, by the way, you get a free membership. You fish with Eric, he gives you the 25 bucks off to join. That's what the membership fee is. All right, coming back after this, uh, you know what time it is. Yeah, we had a, a tip. This one, not anonymous, reporting a couple of guys shooting a bald eagle. Their argument, they're pleading their case of uh, mistaken identity. I'll tell you that story right after this time out. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And I want to remind you, coming up uh, this Thursday, is, can you believe, 25 years, the 25th annual Star Banquet put on by the Coastal Conservation Association. Going to be at Live Oak Arabians. I was just there this past Thursday, and I'll be there again this coming Thursday for that. Uh, we had the Louisiana Wildlife Federation Fisheries Foundation uh, banquet. This is the Star Rodeo Awards will be presented. Tickets are $50, free for kids 12 and under. And if you'd like to attend or need more information, you can show up and get a ticket at the door. It's at the Cedar Lodge, Live Oak Arabians on Jefferson Highway in Baton Rouge. Or call CCA's office, 225-952-9200. And right after this quick 10-second pause, it's bad boys of the outdoors time. Got a couple of eagle killers coming at you right after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, proving that Louisiana does not play host to all of the bad boys. In Michigan over the last weekend, two men shot and killed an eagle, and now they could face criminal charges, that according to the Michigan Department of Natural Resources. Two local fishing guides witnessed the incident. When two unnamed waterfowl hunters from New Boston, they were age 53 and 24, confessed to shooting the eagle near Bear Creek access site on the Manistee River. The guides who saw it immediately reported the incident and to the state anti-poaching hotline, similar to our Operation Game Thief program. The guides said they saw the eagle flying. They heard a gunshot. 
and saw the eagle fall from the sky. Pretty simple stuff, not hard to figure out. The guys reported seeing the two men who shot the eagle about 100 yards away, picking up their decoys. One of the guys approached one of them and was able to get his identification. The man said they knew they had messed up, in quotes. Conservation officer Steve Converse and Joe Myers found the eagle after it had been shot, took it to Wings of Wonder, a raptor education, rehabilitation, and research facility in Leelanau County. The staff there evaluated the bird and determined it would not be able to survive surgery and euthanized it. According to Officer Converse, they said they saw the bird coming across the sun and thought it was a goose. After they shot it, they realized it wasn't a goose. When they walked away, they knew it was still alive, but left it and claimed they had no phone service, so they couldn't call to report the eagle. The Manistee County Prosecutor's Office has determined if and when the men will be charged. I think part of their sentence could be going to a maybe a waterfowl identification class. You know, uh, not much resemblance between an eagle and a goose. Goose has a flatter, shorter bill. Eagles have sharp beaks. They don't have any web feet like a goose. They've got talons or claws. And the sound they make is a shrill, high-pitched shriek where a goose honks. Not easily confused, I don't think. Anyway, two men, 53 and 24, unnamed to this point, will be charged with shooting a bald eagle. Serious and expensive event for sure. We'll be right back after this timeout. And we talked to Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. Get a report for you down Plaquemines Parish Way. Captain Ryan, how'd the week go, and what's it look like for this windy weekend we're starting off with? Well, the, the week was pretty tough because the tide, you know, the tidal surge was shoot two, three foot all week, so the fish was so pushed back. I mean, we were, we were crawling around like snails, catching them in the back. But um, now it's blowing north about twenty. 15 to 20, I guess. And I got a lot of folks here. I got Skeeter down with all their dealers. So it's going to be a fun day. We're going to be cruising. No doubt about that. Uh, have you experienced that high water like most places? Oh, my gosh. It's been it's been unbelievable. I mean, you go to a rock jetty and it's completely underwater. You can't even see us there. I'm just glad that no one got hurt this week. I mean, the water was three foot high all week. I mean, it makes it makes it very difficult to fish the reds because they push so far back up in the grass, and they disperse back there. So it's it's kind of difficult to get on a good a good bite. But the boys put it together. You know, they they worked hard this week, but they got them. So I went out yesterday. I caught bass and redfish trying to do it. How about trout? No, we didn't get trout this week at all. Uh, I only know two boats that they caught them, and it was blowing so hard we didn't even, we didn't even get a chance to go after them. You know they're not inside yet; they're, they're a little late, and you couldn't get out there to them, so we didn't even try to fish them. I I like to fish them, I tell you that, but not today. Yeah, it's, it's blowing. <laughs> well, tomorrow should be a much better day. That wind calms down, and we got these nice cool temperatures. Uh, boy, it just makes you feel good to go outside on these fall mornings like this. Oh, without a doubt. Tommy Dudley from Clinton, Louisiana, asked me to ask you, what's the difference between a striper, a, a hybrid, and a barfish? <laughs> All right, well, uh, a barfish is uh, known as a white bass, and then the, when a white bass uh, breed, they interbreed with the stripers, 
and what you get is a hybrid striper. And it's a little shorter, fatter fish. They don't get near as big as the stripers. And the lines on a striper are straight across. And on a hybrid, they're broken. And so that's, that's right. the rundown that's on that's, those guys. <laughs> that's, that's the way I always judge it. If they had broken lines, he's not a real striper. And, and then, you know, the, the barfish, I mean, he's, he's kind of more shaped like a soccer You know, he's got that different look to him. Right. Yeah, so. it's not... You don't confuse those easily, but it, sometimes it's easy to confuse a, a young striper with a hybrid striper. But, uh, you know, good fish, and a lot of people don't even fish for them, you know, but a lot of places, they're, they're pretty plentiful. Back in the day when we used to have the low river, you could go in there with a crankbait along the rocks and have a field there. You'd hook one, and they have ten more trying to get the bait out of his mouth. And then a redfish <laughs> would come in, and a bass would come in. But the river just, yeah. I mean, it's six and a half foot. It ought to be two foot right now, and it's six and a half foot. It's uh the world has changed, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's well, I would it's suspect. I would suspect with this little front and this full moon, you got a bunch of new waterfowl arrivals coming in there. What's it, what's it look oh, like on the runway down there? I, I, <laughs> the 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 pattern was full. That uh, Ghost Rider, it's uh they was thick <laughs> with teal yesterday. I mean hundreds, and and then this is going to only multiply it tenfold. I mean, it was pretty yesterday. I, I, I did a double yesterday. I fished in the morning and did a restoration tour in the evening. And I tell you what, it's uh, it was beautiful to watch. And I imagine tomorrow is going to be so thick with them. I'm going to run home and vote this evening and get that, you know, I, I can't, I don't know, I can't do without it. <laughs> so uh, I'll go home and take care of that and come right back. But uh, All right, well. If somebody wants to get a hold of you and uh, try to get one of those waterfall, you know, we're not that far away from the duck season. We just oh, yeah. back in a we, few we, weeks. We booked up. We got uh, we got about 28 days left to open in the season, and we got we got some dates open still, but it's it's a booking up. But it's going to be great. The, the vegetation is the best I've ever seen. I mean, it's incredible what we have for groceries this year. Uh, I can't wait. It's going to be great. But they can they can go to the website at Cajun Fishing Adventures, or they can call me direct on my cell at 504-559-5111. And uh, we'll make sure we take care of them. Sounds good. Enjoy this uh, fall weather where we got it. I think a little summertime's coming back in a day or two. But then, you know, yeah. <laughs> we'll just wait for the next one to come. A series of fronts will be coming from here on through the winter. Oh, yeah, they're coming now. So it's on. All right, my okay, friend. Okay, buddy. Talk to you next week. That's Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. All right, coming back after this, uh, whew, it's almost time to wrap it up. Going to tell you what's coming for more outdoors, and I got a lot of text messages to catch up on. Back to do it after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, <clears throat> we found out this morning uh, where Bird Island Shoot is. It's off Lake Fawcett Point down in Iberia Parish, and we got a couple of people say that it's uh, – some really good squirrel hunting there. Uh, one of our listeners, Emil, was filling us in on that. Thanks for that info, Emil. Uh, let's see. we got some more texts coming in. This one uh, from Camille Punch. Uh, that's the same thing, Bird Island Shoot. I think the uh, autocorrect is kind of screwing up the spelling of that. Uh, here's one from our friend, the Irish Coonass. He's down at the Shrimp Festival in Gulf Shores. Food outstanding, but the traffic sucks. Yeah, I can imagine that. Uh, good place to be on a Saturday afternoon for sure. Here's uh, what we're going to be asking you to do for the next two hours. This is a text that says, Mr. Governor, please provide some extra bar and budget and or encouragement to allow Department of Wildlife and Fisheries personnel to interact with the public 
in courtesy visits, surveys, and such outside of traffic stops. Lately, it seems like the only time I see Mr. Green Jeans is when he's interrogating me looking for game violations. That's from the Colonel in Hammond. Uh, We're going to be asking you for the next two hours to tell us, voice your opinion, what should the next governor do to improve our Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries? Uh, We're hearing from uh, Roland Cortez. Good morning to you, speckle belly hunter. Uh, Let's see. Here's someone that's hunted on the island swamp since the 1980s. They've stopped deer doing rifle and bow season. You have to remember, you're on public land. And here's a good morning and thank Mother Nature for the wonderful weather. That's the Convent Hunting Club. Uh, They made a short hunt last weekend, got five rabbits. They were soaking wet, dogs having trouble with the heat. Not today. Feels great. Can't wait to put the dogs on the ground in the morning. Good luck to all the guys hunting. Get them up. Yeah, good luck. on. Can't wait to hear those beagles balling. That's for sure. What a sound on a fall morning. Uh, Here's one. Good morning. I plan on hunting Richard Yancey, WMA. Need your advice on what to look for when the rut begins. Well, first of all, the rut in that area uh, used to be called Three Rivers back in the day when I hunted it, and uh, Red River, Three Rivers. Now it's Richard Yancey. It's kind of in the, the corner of the state, right, not too far from Marksville. Um, what you're looking for, of course, is scrapes and rubs like you would for anything, and then maybe some connecting trails. And uh, time to be there, definitely doing a rut. Uh, here's one, where can I join CCA? Go to lacca.org, or better yet, come out to the uh, the Star Awards Banquet at the Live Oak Ravens in Baton Rouge this Thursday evening. I'm sure they'll sign you up there. Here's a comment on our bad boy. Shooting a bald eagle is a federal crime. These guys are in serious trouble. Yes, they are. Don't know what the fine would be in Michigan, but here in Louisiana, several thousand dollars. All right, uh, if you want to text us, it's 870-870. We're also going to be taking phone calls at 504-260-6368. If you want to listen in, uh, go to our live stream at DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com, and you'll find the 7 to 9 More Outdoors Click On button, or go to Radio.com, and you can listen to us there. We'll be on for the next couple of hours. What we intend to do is record it. Present it to the governor who is elected either today or the two candidates who will be in a runoff and then get their comments on how they will address those issues. This is your chance to speak to the governor's candidates and let them know what you feel is needed and necessary to better operate our Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. All right, uh, that being said, uh, a couple other announcements I did want to make. Uh, don't forget uh, to vote for sure. Seven to eight is when those polls open up. Uh, also going on the uh, the big wild, the National Wild Refuge Celebration. It's National Wild Refuge Week, and they have a, a wild things celebration uh, going to be out there in Lacombe. I got conflicting dates. Uh, one said the 12th, which is today, and the other says the 19th. I'm pretty sure it is today. You might want to check that out. You can Google Louisiana Wildlife Refuges and look up the National Wildlife Refuge Week celebrations. It's called Wild Things. Good event. Absolutely free. Great event to bring the kids to. Got canoeing and uh, wildlife walks and demonstrations and uh, even serve some food out there. All right, uh, here's someone said where you were talking about catching hybrid stripers. That was at Seabrook. They're pretty much found in all the freshwater areas. Ryan Lambert used to catch them down there in his area down in Plaquemines Parish. 
Mainly they're a freshwater fish but can be found in brackish. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Hope you'll be joining us for more outdoors for the next couple of hours. Should be very interesting. Want to hear from you. Text us at 870-870. And, by the way, my special mystery guest last week, we fished with Big Frida. Big Frida is going to be with us on an upcoming issue of us episode of Bayou Wild TV. Don't miss it. See you next week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.